The process Balance of Nature uses to turn whole fruits and vegetables into a powder preserves its natural color, smell, taste, and chemistry, making it unnecessary to add fortifiers or synthetic isolates of any kind. This is the biggest difference that separates Balance of Nature from any other supplement on the market. Make the switch from synthetic vitamins to whole fruits and vegetables. Jumpstart your journey to better health for the new year and get $25 off plus a free fiber and spice when you use discount code KATE. My name is Noreen Bowser. I worried about what I was going to do once I retired. Was I going to be like my mom and dad and sit home and watch TV all afternoon? And I discovered Balance of Nature. I noticed energy level much improved and I didn't feel the fatigue. I am 100% committed to Balance of Nature. It can only make your life better. Jumpstart your journey to better health for the new year. For a limited time, go to balanceofnature.com and get $25 off plus a free fiber and spice when you use discount code KATE. For now, call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. John Lennon for you. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. I'm so happy that you're uh, tuned in today. We're live today. I'll be on Alex Jones next week. Um, I just, my throat's just been having issues. But the only reason I'm here and able to do the show yesterday and today is because of Balance of Nature, to tell you the truth. Balance of Nature is an incredible product and we need a food supplement. You know, I've done a lot of research on the fertilizers they added to the soils, uh, the synthetic uh, petroleum fertilizers, and how they stripped, um, you know, lettuce of its iron, how they how they uh, stripped our foods of potassium, how they upped the sodium. And before 1920, there wasn't a lot of heart disease. After they started stripping our food supply of potassium, then uh, what happened was was we saw heart disease go through the roof. And now it's the biggest killer of 45 years and older. There's something to be said for taking a food supplement, you think? So Balance of Nature is that product because they grow their own fruits and vegetables and they do it the right way with no chemicals and no um, uh, pesticides and no GMO products. This is just fresh of the very, very best fruits and vegetables dialed down. They take out the air and water. They give you the phytonutrients, which is the most important part. And that's dialed into capsules. You take three veggie caps and three fruit caps a day. You're not getting the nutrition that you need and you haven't been for a very long time, please go get Balance of Nature and just try it out. And in about a week and a half to two weeks, you'll feel the difference. I promise you. This is worth it. And you've got to do something about your health because that's the one thing you have control over. You don't like it, send it back. I'm telling you, you're going to love it because you're going to notice the difference in energy and sugar cravings going away and all of those kinds of things to help you with your New Year's resolutions. This is the time to get it. Please get balanceofnature.com, but put in the code Kate and it will help the show stay on the air. And also it's going to help you because we need you in this fight. Okay. Balanceofnature.com. It's the cleanest product I have ever found the cleanest that puts the most into their product. Okay. Uh, Melissa, we're back. Okay. I want to hear everything. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Well, we have a lot, I have a lot of these quick little stories, so okay. we won't spend too much time on any one of them. Okay. But the first one that I think, I think this is going to be a story to pay attention to in mm-hmm. coming weeks. We'll, we'll see how it develops. 
um, everybody by this time should have heard that there was a cache of documents found in a either a locked box or a closet or something like that Mm -hmm. at the um, Penn Biden Center in Washington, D.C. And it turns out that it was a cache of documents relating to Biden in Ukraine. Of course. Either Ukraine and Iran or Ukraine Mm -hmm. or Iran. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's still a lot of bragging about his story, bragging about his blackmail, I'm sure. Well, apparently some of these documents come from, and and I was unaware, it didn't really hit me, that in the very last weeks of Obama's presidency, um, Biden had been the point man for American policy in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And just before Biden left office, or just before Obama left office, Biden took one last trip to Ukraine that apparently stumped some of the people, like, in the State Department. Like, why is he going over there for? Mm-hmm. So you can speculate on why he might have been going to Ukraine. Was he collecting documents to cover his own backside and Hunter's backside? Or mm. what was he doing there? Who's to say? I can't say. <laughs> well, I, it he, would just be pure I mean, speculation. That is very true. And he already did pony up and bragged about his blackmail to Ukraine. And so he's. Correct. it's not like he tries to hide it. And so um, having those documents as VP, though, see, the president can have documents, right? But as VP... VP, um, so what they went after Trump for is interesting in the hypocrisy that they're probably not going to touch this, even though what Biden just did was worse. This was a worse crime, right? To have those documents. Well, not, ac- not according to Karine Jean-Pierre. Mm-hmm. She says, well, as soon as we found out about it, we contacted, you know, the National Archives right away because we're doing the right thing here. Is that the twit that's the the black lesbian that is his, like, woman place card for that? Yes, that is your press secretary, right? That's the press secretary. Uh, Yes. So breaking today Mm -hmm. just broke on Fox News a little over an hour ago. Mm Mm-hmm. There has been a second batch also of classified documents found at a different location of Biden in Ukraine documents. Hmm. So the question is, what is Merrick Garland going to do? He was the point man for DOJ on raiding Mm -hmm. Mar-a-Lago. So let's see what happens next, whether anything happens. Already Trump Trump has already spoken about the first find. So mm-hmm. this is a second find, but this is just a story that's worth watching. Okay. Keep your eyes on it because what are they going to do? Are they going to send an FBI SWAT team to the White House to look? Well, for some reason they want us to see hypocrisy. They want us to see that there's no justice system uh, available for us. So that message is loud and clear. And the, then you have to ask why, why do they want us to see this? Hmm. Well, I don't know. Some people have that philosophy of training a dog that if you rub their nose in the dirt, that Mm -hmm. it will teach them something. Right. And it feels like that sometimes, like they're just going to rub our noses in it Mm -hmm. so that we really, you know, we know, but we were powerless to change it. Right. Interesting. That's a really nasty thing. I would say that's an evil thing to do, but, um, but it feels like that sometimes. Okay. Well, here's another Biden story. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to segue on over to the next one? Yeah. So in the Trump years, Trump, the Trump, Trump's Department of Education mm-hmm. put into place 
some protections for schools and universities and um, organizations to be to have their religious faith and their faith beliefs protected. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, if if you're a religious college, you don't have to teach certain types of things, agendas, and mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, the. Uh, Biden administration's Department of Education it is going to be revisiting um, their policies on uh, concerning student loans and accreditation and federal funding to organizations specifically targeting uh, beliefs and teachings about abortion and transgenderism, because those are two very high priorities in the Biden administration. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And getting rid of gas stoves. So, Hmm. yeah, gas stoves, Hmm. because that's really important. It is. It's Um, If it it will just be interesting, this is and and I live not too far away from Hillsdale College, which is in Michigan. I live in Indiana. But Hillsdale for a long time has said we don't take any federal money because then we're not beholden to them. Mm -hmm. Now you know why. Smart. Very smart. They will retain their academic freedom to teach what they want, barring some other who knows what. Although accreditation would be a serious threat to any university. Mm-hmm. So that's another story. Let's just keep our eyes on that one because I think that could. We've already seen the erosion in California of a doctor's ability to buck, you know, CDC di- directives. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen here, you know, to a hospital that is run by a faith organization that doesn't want to do abortions mm-hmm. or? doesn't want to do transgender surgeries. Right. Hmm. What's going to happen to a uni- like universities are sometimes are funders of hospitals and research facilities. What's going to happen to a university that has more conservative views, social views right. on those issues as well. Yeah, no wonder they wanted to own own it. Own the hospitals, own it. I mean, it's blatant I hope to people. As to why. Well, I hope that we're all kind of got our eyes wide open about mm-hmm. where we're sending our children for education. Yeah, it's huge. Just don't be, don't be naive about it anymore. Yeah. Understand and, and really think about how to prepare your students. I, my own college students, and we have pretty conservative values in our own home, and they have expressed they would rather be in a place that's more secular because at least they don't anticipate it being something other than what it is. Right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's easier to reject it mm-hmm. if I already, if I can see it and know it. Yeah. But don't send your kids to a school thinking, Oh, they're going to be safe in that university because they won't. Nope. Nope. I totally agree with that statement. Okay. So here's the next one. This is another kind of interesting story, mm-hmm. kind of a short little thing, too. Um, this is coming out this um, out of the U.K. They're finding that the number of women pedophiles is suddenly surging. Hmm. What do you think of that? Well, um, I, you know, we're so twisted 
in uh, values and morals and porn and all the crap we see on Netflix and Prime and Hulu, that I guess it wouldn't shock me. It would not shock me to see that. Well, you know, that's kind of where I thought, what Mm -hmm. I thought, too. Sure. And I thought, well, why wouldn't it be that way? Yeah. They want it to be that way. Here's the way, and I picked this article up, it... uh, it's very interesting. They're saying, really, the number of women um, pedophiles has really not changed. Mm-hmm. What has changed, however, is the number of men who are identifying as women. Right. And that is skewing the numbers. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Isn't that an interesting take? When police departments are only tracking crime, and this is out of the U.K., by the way, mm-hmm. um, they do not they do not record biological sex they only record that person's stated gender hmm. so if i well so what they believe if, themselves so, to if, be if you have a transgender woman if it's yeah. a biological man who is identifying as a woman arrested for pedophilia they mm-hmm. are being processed as a female and if, they're being lumped into statistics as a female. What if they feel like a kitty? <laughs> I'm sure some do. I guess the mountain that's lion the other. That's too. the other category. <laughs> Goodness. And, and interestingly mm. enough, mm-hmm. uh, so I do think that that, that is accurate. Yeah. I really do. And I really do think that most women, mm-hmm. you know, most men are serial killers. More men are serial Hardly any yeah. women are serial killers, although there are a few out there. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is the place where you are most likely to find women mm-hmm. who are at least being identified as being involved with some kind of pedophile action right. is in schools yeah, where they have access to lots of underage children and youth interesting and there there are even there it's mostly a male teacher with a young female but not entirely yeah yeah that's interesting hmm so that's very interesting too Hmm. and it's you know we've we've heard forever like don't trust the statistics yeah don't whatever you do not at face value for sure i i don't i never trust polls we're going to come right back with melissa but um but yeah that that is interesting i okay so they're going with stated belief in in who they are on that one that was interesting okay we'll be right back fascinating stuff we'll be right back with melissa smith from indiana you know who comes on every wednesday be right back on the kate daly show open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Stupid people everywhere. Stupid people got stupid hair. Stupid people, they don't care because they're stupid. Stupid people like stupid things. Stupid people wear stupid rings. There's a reason that Melissa and I are playing the songs, (laughs) believe it or not. 
Wow, that was Peter Prinz. Um, <laughs> stupid people played live um, on YouTube, and uh, so shout out to him. What a great song! But we are surrounded by stupidity. Stupidity. We do need to dr- um, address it. And Melissa is going to give us some laws of stupidity in just a moment. But I also wanted to mention MyPillow.com. Please go and get MyPillow.com and support that. They are fantastic. They've got fantastic products for you. You're going to love their sheets, their towels, their robes, their beds, their mattress toppers, and get a fresh new start to this year because you're going to love it and it's going to feel good to you every day. That's what it does for me. It makes me feel good every day. I don't know why, but it's those little things. It's always the little things, but that's just such great quality. And um, I know Melissa can attest to it too, because we all have these products and they're my go-to products. So mypillow.com, get those beautiful Giza cotton sheets that make you feel like a million bucks and make sure that you have the towels and the robes and the slippers for sure. Amazing. Okay. I have the slippers on right now. You do see right. what I'm saying? It's like the go-to. I swear they're so comfortable. They are. Um, okay. My, my, so we had to run errands the other night, and uh-huh. I told my husband, I said, "I'm not getting out of the car, so I'm just going to keep my slippers on." Okay. <laughs> I love it. See what I'm saying? I mean, melty shops in them. Um, okay. Um, let's get. Let's go. Because I know you have a lot to present. Yeah, because we want to get to the stupid people for oh, sure. Oh, by the so, way, my pillow. put in the code Kate and you'll get up to 90% off. So please put in the code Kate when you go to order on the promo code. Okay, that helps the show too. And please go get a coin, a replica coin on the webpage, katedallyradio.com, $99. You'll get silver back in your pocket, but mostly uh, you're helping truth and radio, which is amazing. So, And it is real silver. So thank you for that. Okay, go ahead, Melissa. Okay, well, it's the beginning of the year, right? We all have these wonderful, shiny new New Year's resolutions, and we're going to, this is the year, we're going to lose weight and get fit, right? Mm-hmm. Be very, very careful about that new Fitbit or, I, you know, your new Apple Watch or whatever it is that you're using, your new phone, whatever, and the apps that are on there that are tracking your health. And the reason that we need to be careful about this is all these apps that do wonderful and amazing things from tracking your sleep to monitoring your heartbeat and how many steps you're taking and they your location, you know, map my mm-hmm. walk, whatever. Right. They are not in any way protected by HIPAA laws hmm. at all. Hmm. So what that app company is doing with your personal health information is up to them. And I know it's no fun to read through the terms and conditions that we all like, just where's the bottom of it, let me sign it and move on. It might be worth your while to take a look at what you've signed away. Who can they sell your personal information to and what are the limits that they are saying they have? Especially if you have a free app, Mm -hmm. free apps are notorious. How are they earning money if they're giving it to you for free? We've learned this a long time ago with Facebook and, you know, all of the social media platforms. They're selling advertisement. How much information and how personal it is Mm -hmm. might depend on the app. So there's people that are diabetic, and they, they can keep track of blood glucose levels on mm-hmm. their, their phone. Right. And while that's tremendously convenient and wonderful and handy for all of that, just be advised that the company that's running that app and tracking all of that, 
may be selling your personal information to third parties for targeted advertising, for studies, mm-hmm. for whatever. Right. And there was a big lawsuit a couple of years ago. Uh, it was a it was a a women's app, an app for women who were struggling with fertility issues. They were tracking, you know, monthly cycles. They were tracking, mm-hmm. you know, like little red light or whatever comes on and tells you, oh, these are your fertile days, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as it turns out, that people that had signed into this app had they had the company had promised that we would never sell your stuff, but it turned out they were selling it to Facebook and Google and some other places as well. Jeez. So there's a big lawsuit, and they had to kind of have their come to Jesus moment and quit doing those things. Mm-hmm. But there's it's the wild west, truly, in the world of apps. And something my husband always says that I think is good to remember: HIPAA laws don't really protect you; they're a protection for the doctor. Wow. So if the doctor discloses your information to someone, you can't come back on the doctor. Right. Right. And right. say, hey, you, how dare you gave that away, that my personal information. They can't, if you're sitting in the waiting room and you go back to the, you know, the, the, the treatment room and the person sitting next to you comes up and says, hey, did, did that person have the plague? They can't tell them at the, at the desk. Mm-hmm. But... If you choose to announce it to the whole entire waiting room, nobody cares. True. So when you sign into those apps, it's the same as you choosing to make your information available. Hmm. So just know, just be aware. Okay. And be informed and do what you can do. Sometimes there's, do a little bit of research. There's lots of information and guidelines out there available about how you can research a little bit about what your app is really doing and who is they're giving them information to. If you don't care, then you don't care. But we have a lot of privacy issues now. Um, employers are now asking for vaccine status. They never have done that in the past. You're right. If you are choosing to cough that information up, Mm -hmm. that's not a privacy breach. Hmm. Can we ask them for their latest uh, colonoscopy report and their vaccination reports and um, tests on them? Yeah. I would. Yeah. Well, can you? I don't know. But it's worth it's worth a thought. It's just worth a thought. But, you know, this is a buyer beware situation. And so just be totally advised about what you're signing into. Okay. So last but not least, we have the five basic laws of human stupidity, <laughs> which I just adore these because they're so great. Mm. Um, there was an economic historian named Carlo... Cipolla, and he worked at, or he taught at the University of uh, Pavia and Berkeley, okay. and published academic works. He was a population analyst, and he came up with what he called his theory of stupidity. He's brilliant, by the way. <laughs> I can't wait. So Go for it. Here, this is there's just a little satire here for those that might not recognize it when they hear it. <laughs> so. Here's, we'll start off with this quote from him. The stupid ones are more fearsome than the mafia, the military-industrial complex, or the communist international. 
They're an unorganized group without a leader or norm, but in spite of that, they act in perfect harmony as guided by an invisible hand. With a smile on his lips, as if he were doing the most natural thing in the world, the stupid will appear on the spur of the moment to spoil your plans, destroy your peace, complicate your life and work, and make you lose money, time, good humor, productivity, and all of this without malice, without Mm -hmm. remorse, Mm -hmm. and without reason. Stupidly. Do we all know those people? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Hand up over here. Yes. Okay. So here's the first law of stupidity. All of us, all the time, underestimate the number of stupid people there are in the world. He says it's impossible. He says any numerical estimate would only prove to be an underestimate. (laughs) However many you think there are, Mm -hmm. there's more than that. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's... Oh, so Mm. think about the person that just bugs you for Mm -hmm. no good reason. Yeah. Okay. The neighbor who just has to say the rudest thing for no reason. Just like the person who has to be up in your business Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter to them. Right? Yeah, that's so true. That's so the first, the first rule is that we underestimate how many of them there are. The second rule is the probability that a certain person is stupid is independent of any other characteristic of that person. Okay. Stupidity cuts across ethnic, political, gender, economic, educational, everything. And and they are apparently equally distributed in every category. No matter how you cross-section society, the stupid are among them. (laughs) And he actually points out that there are stupid people who win Nobel Prizes. You know, academic, you know, loftiness is not really a guide to let you know whether they're stupid or not. They might be. He says the distribution of stupidity is uniform, Mm -hmm. no matter how high we ascend the educational level. (laughs) Hmm. Maybe maybe the higher we go, the more frequently we'll yes. find them. And don't forget, we're going to underestimate how many of them there are. Yeah, that's very true. We give a lot of people the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I wonder why sometimes. Yeah, we do. Goodness. And by the way, he also at one point points out, all of us do stupid things periodically. Mm-hmm. He's actually talking about people who are habitually stupid. <laughs> I would imagine. They just live their life that way. Right, right. Uh, they don't. So, they only care about the surface. They uh, they 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 live and thrive on emotion. It's um, never intellect or reason or common sense. It's uh, yeah. It's just the ability to be driven by the emotion of the day. I see that a lot in in the stupid people. <laughs> I really do. It's funny actually to have well, conversations with them. Yeah, he he divides. Um, uh, human populations into four groups. There's the naive, the intelligent, the bandit, and the stupid. So the naive, and he he puts them in four quadrants. So think about one axis as damage to self or benefit self on one on the horizontal. And on the vertical, you have benefits to others or damages to others. So the naive is the person who damages themselves, but they may be benefiting others. They're just kind of 
naive. They're unplugged. They don't know what's going on in the world. The intelligent person benefits others and benefits themselves. That's what intelligence was to him. That's how he defined intelligent. The bandit damages others but benefits themselves. Hmm. So you hmm. think about the guy who's going to rob the bank. Yeah, he's going to damage you, but he's going to, you know, he's hoping to improve his bottom line, right? Right. And then there's the stupid. They damage themselves and they damage others. <laughs> they're so that is the that is the truth because they're usually out there with all of the bad information too. So they can't wait to spread it. <laughs> so yeah. The harm so is I real. Love this example. Mm-hmm. The the truly stupid person is like the customer service rep for your cable company <laughs> that you get on the phone for like three hours. Mm-hmm. And you keep getting disconnected, and they'll call you back, and they just work and work and work and work to get your service restored. And at the end of three hours, you are worse off than you were before you called. Yes, yes. And they put you through to somebody who hasn't heard the rest of those three hours, and they act like they've done you a big service. Yes, I've been there. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's the second one. Um, The third one is his definition of stupid that we've been just talking about. The stupid person is the one who causes harm to another person or group without at the same time obtaining a benefit for himself or even damaging himself. Think about how many of us have been the people who were just the echoes of get the vaccine. It's safe and effective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Without really that, they never. They just heard it on TV. Well, they knew it wasn't safe and effective. They they knew it wasn't because all of us knew it was the elephant in the room. It had been on the market for five minutes, so nobody could say that with a straight face. But what did they do? They said it with a straight face. That's how little respect they have for people. They knew they were lying in front of us, and we all knew the lie. And what did we hear at the same time? We heard people should should be executed. People should be executed if they don't take the vax. We heard people should not be allowed to go into the hospital or get health care. We heard, you know, oh, just so many things. But those were not people that were trustworthy or reliable. They didn't have any greater information than anybody else did. They're just parrots. They're just saying back. And they were doing it at expense to themselves and expense to others as well. You're right. You're right. Because they put that much faith in um, the government and the media, and there's their first stupid clue that they are they, they are that dumb, is to put all their faith in the media um, and the government. Um, unbelievable. Oh, we better hurry. Here's the other 30 seconds. thing that's really important about stupid people. 30 seconds. They're irrational. Ah, They're irrational. unable to predict them. Yes, yes. And they, they, they have to walk away from conversations because they can't get into anything too deep <laughs> because they, well, don't, they don't have the answer. He says, this is why the stupid are more dangerous mm-hmm. than even organized crime would be. Ooh. Because organized crime is predictable. Ah. They follow certain rules. Meaning, You're right. I You're know right. that they're going to try to hurt me, right. and they're going to try to benefit. We got to go. I'll be right back with Susan. I'll be right back with Susan. Don't go anywhere.